Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Oi, you lot, you listen to Garage Hammer, episode 231, on tonight's episode, the Mudlings have another guest, Roder's back again, to talk about the entire year of Games Workshop for 2019, at the end of the year, where the episode belongs, now shut it, I'm listening to me show! Welcome to the Garage Tools. For the next two hours or thereabouts, we'll do our best to keep you informed, entertained, and perhaps have a laugh or two along the way, bringing you the best, the worst, and everything in between. I'm Alex Gonzalez. I think I'm dying. <laughs> We're all dying. It's just where we are Not in today. Oh, okay. okay, I'm better. I'm, be- Where- I'm better. I think my question is, which among us is the best, the worst, and everything in between? Can we, can we, obviously, why tech? I'm the worst. worst. I'm, uh, come on, I am the worst. And Rotor. Shows up, shows up to the recording with pneumonia. This is what I'm dealing with. Look, if I if I had just come home today and taken a yeah. nap and not gone to immediate care, we wouldn't even yeah. know I have a mo- pneumonia. So let's. Ammonia? <laughs> Absolutely. Dude, if you've got some sort of health problem with ammonia, that's that's a completely different conversation. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. What is that? A cleaning solution? <laughs> it is. And if you mix it bleach, it'll kill you. Yeah, it's very oh. basic. Oh my goodness, oh. you're basic. <laughs> no, no, the PSL boy is Whitech though. But yeah, pumpkin spice latte. Those are tasty. Yeah. Those are disgusting. No, uh, you put nutmeg and cinnamon on just about anything, and I will smile. God, that does sound like a holiday treat. <laughs> Speaking of holiday treats, here we are doing this show. See what I did there? Moving <laughs> it along, guys. Yeah. Keeping it moving. moving it. Not, that's, that's I'm not going to let you guys stall us out. I'm moving it. What you got? What you got? Uh, Sponsors. Alex, what you got? Come on, Alex. Sponsors. All right. Um, so, as always, you take a moment to thank the sponsors of Garage Hammer, which include Chaos Sork Superstore. Chaos Sork Superstore. Chaos Sork Superstore. Six Squared Studios. For all your basic needs. Nope. Nope. That wasn't good. Do it again. For all your MDF and basing needs. There you go. And Grognard Games in Roselle, Illinois. There's always something happening at Grognard's. There we did go. it. We did it. We did it. And guess what else? What else? We, well, have, to, we have to take a moment to thank the Patreon patrons. Uh, the 
almost 1% who make this and all the other cool stuff we do here possible. And that includes our associate producers, Phil Elliott, Dwight Sims, Christopher Sanders, and Lance Bear, our executive producer, Colin Miller, and our newest patron, Tim Martin. Tim, thank you for joining this elite group of crazy people who donate to the show and keep it all happening. So that right there is the, the Patreon thing. And guess what, Alex? And guess what, Rotor? We have voicemail. What? We do? Yes, we how do. do. Get, how do they do it? How do they do it? It, 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 it? Well, if anyone else wanted to leave a voicemail like this clever young lad did, you just have to dial 1-757-GH-SHOW-6. That's 1-757-GH-SHOW-6. International callers of most countries. Just dial 00 and then 1-757-GH-SHOW-6. All right, so here we go. This is a short one, but it's a good one. So... Pay attention. I'm going to get the volume up here, and then we're going to play this one. There's always something happening at Dog Did you hear? Oh, I'm going to play was... that one more time, just in yeah, case. No, no, just... that was good. That was good. Here we go. There's always something happening at Dog See, that's fantastic. Yeah. I just wanted to play it twice. I'm not going to edit one of them out. I'm just going to keep them both in. So, yeah, Rotor left us a voicemail. Yeah, well, I was desperate to get back on the show. <laughs> we're, not all, we're not all as skilled as Alex, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I just have to show up and I'm on the show. <laughs> Beg borrowing really skills from me, baby. Yeah. And it's nice because he's got a new baby, so you know he ain't going out. So you might as well get on the line and do the show. Harsh. Oh. <laughs> oh, I am so... So medicined up. This is going to be fantastic. No, it doesn't really hurt except when uh, when I cough. But Z-Pack attack. Here we go. Uh, yeah, I doubled down on the cough the syrup, so we're good. Okay, you know what? Break time. Break time and then back time and then the toolbox. When we come back. Are you finally looking to start your rebasing project? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some new and interesting resin terrain? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some fancy acrylic counters to keep track of wounds or maybe some other statistical anomalies? Six Squared Studios. Maybe you need a new rack for your paint? Six Squared Studios. Well, then look no further. What you need is Six Squared Studios. They ship worldwide with domestic shipping for both the U.S. and Canada. Six Squared Studios. That's right, Six Squared Studios. That's the number six, squaredstudios.ca. When your gaming needs go beyond your basic dice, tape measure, models, and paints, think Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. Now all your base are belong from them.
And we are back with the Toolbox, brought to you by Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore. I'm doing this on my own. Chaos no, I was super low. It was, I was providing that, Superstore. that bed. He that was, and bed he was that you guys could improvise over Doing the that bass rumble. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. He's dead. I covered the mic. Okay. He's not going to make it. We got hobby. Well, I, I hope you guys have hobby, or this is going to be another short segment. Because uh, we recorded a week ago, and I got nothing for hobby or gaming. That was seven days ago. It's getting near Christmas break. I don't worry about my hobby streak when it's getting close to Christmas break. I got stuff to do it, so I got to nothing. To be fair, you don't worry about your hobby streak ever, so that's I true. think that's pretty much par for the course. Hey, are we going to paint tonight? Man, I don't know. <laughs> All right, Netflix it is. Yep, just chilling. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I painted uh, Naria a thing, but I... I picked up the uh, new Chaos book uh, today, still in shrink wrap. Don't hold me to – don't ask me any questions. Just be cool, but we're, we're working cover? our way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice cover. See, I knew you uh, answer that one. That big dude, he's he's there. Um, and then I uh, – oh, I played a bunch of Warcry the other day. You know what? Hey, spoiler alert for uh, things I like later in the episode. Warcry's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got. Um, I played a game with my uh, my untamed beasts against. Uh, you know, sometimes you get those those rough uh, scenarios. So I was playing beasts against his um, uh, the the golems, and it was one of those where in turn two he got to pick one of his models to give treasure to, and I was fairly fanned out, and he picked the big uh, ogre linebacker dude. And then he ran to his back corner, and I had to um, kill him and get the treasure by the end of turn three. So I had essentially two turns to get there. I was able to knock 25 of the 30 wounds off him, but that guy is so big, and you know the board is long uh, when, when you're stuck. Um, so I couldn't quite do it. But then we played, I played another game where I brought the Unmade uh, in against... Um, what was I playing against? It doesn't matter. I lost that one too. I love the unmade though. They are super fun. They, yeah, um, yeah. Those are some odd models though. I'm sorry. That lead guy looks like that thing on the YouTube videos where the guy puts the mannequin head on top of his head and then dances with a hoodie on. That's what that guy reminds me of all the time. It's a girl. Yeah. Dude, oh. Show some respect. That's what that um, girl reminds you of. I didn't know. Hey, I, I struggle a little bit in that when I first saw the model, I didn't understand that the skull was not the actual face, but merely mm-hmm. like an adornment ab- above the face on like a hood. Once I, I came to understand that, I think now what I struggle with is the official paint job, the kind of T Boba Fett Mandalorian style cut for vision just isn't super clear against the dark red. So um, my intention would be to paint the hood something you can't really do a white hood, but it's got to get a little bit lighter. Careful. It's got to be a little bit lighter to um, to show off the T so that it's a little more obvious as to what is actually happening on that model. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a very tricky model to paint. Mm-hmm. Did you paint it? Yeah, paint- I have the whole unmade crew painted. Yeah. And with what that skull is, it's actually the skull of the worthy foe that shows that they have ascended to the rank of blissful one mm, going deep on the lore i love it yeah i know yeah, it was in that Warcry anthology book oh really i've got that book i i the first story in there is all about the unmade oh well now you've got me excited to because you know i've got 
like 10 days off from work uh, that I'm staring at starting Friday. So uh, that might be, and I love the idea of anthologies where stories are what, 30, 40 pages a piece? No, no, this one's long. The first first one is fairly long. Um, Perfect. I love when they're really short. Well, this isn't it. Okay, good enough. (laughs) Why you got crap on me? It's Christmas, bro. (laughs) Because it's Christmas, bro. Oh. Oh, it's going. Yeah, I think go. I may have to pick up that anthology, so, so that way we'll all early coal coming in the stockings. <laughs> that's okay. Just Krampus, Daddy. All right, goodness. Anyway, that's me. No painting, a little bit of playing. Alex, what up, baby? Um, I actually just played a couple games of Warcry over the weekend, uh, playing down at Grognards. Uh, did it happen? Isn't there? There is. Uh, there was a Star Wars Destiny tournament over there this weekend. And then there was some guy as I was doing the demo games with Chris. Uh, he came in and he just traded in his entire Auric collection. Like 40k Orcs, Iron Jaws. Like just this Get massive lot of stuff. Yeah. There was Come a on. lot of stuff that came in. I almost picked up some stuff to do a Warcry Warband for Iron Jaws. I'm super but, interested in that. Yeah, I decided against it. But in any event, um, so just did decided against it because you just didn't feel like digging for models i decided against it because i have too many models that i already own that i don't have paint on and it's starting to bother me and i bought more models anyway because that's what i do mm-hmm. that's what we all do buddy yeah You're so i picked Lord. up the uh champions of dread fane box and a box of 40k witches actually which one's champions of dread fane remind me it's Iron Souls Condemners and Lady Harrow's Mournflight. Nothing. I got nothing. Cool. I'm it's, just going to say cool. We'll keep it moving. It's three I, sequiturs and four Miramorn Banshees. Oh. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. I saw that for for the uh, uh, Underworlds. Yes. Yes. Because that's that the one. set. That's essentially the set that they sell at uh, Barnes & Noble, minus, obviously, the, the board and, I assume, the cards, right? It's just right. the models. It's, it's the models and the faction specific cards it doesn't okay. include the game board or the extra game mode for playing Dreadfane. now let me uh, ask you this they came out with that gift set that seems to be only a board and cards is that the other part of Dreadfane? no cool what is it the what gift are, pack is what are those cards are they specific to that only or are they available in like if you're buying all the the little you know um, Warband releases, would would I have the cards? No. No there, to there's a <laughs> Okay, so it's what they are, is there's a couple of new cards in there. Okay. Um, and then there's a couple of, uh, it's mostly reprints of cards that have been rotated out in the championship rotation. So it has stuff like Rebound, The Keys, um, Distraction, and a few other things. In is addition it, to some new cards. Is it essentially stuff from Season 2 then for Season 3 players who don't have Season 2? Is that the it's concept? It's essentially stuff for season, for current Season players from Season 1 that they may already have, but now it's printed in new formats so they can use it in Championship. Oh, can I not use it in Championship? Anything from Underworld Season 1, such so Shade Spire, that isn't Warband specific is out of rotation for championship format. Yeah, uh, okay, I'm done. We'll probably get to that one uh, later. 
Yeah, probably a good yeah. idea. Little, uh, little, little uh, more uh, foreshadowing. Very exciting yeah. stuff, guys. Very exciting yeah. stuff. Oh, how'd your actual games go? I feel like we we talked all around them and not about them. Um, so the first game I did was just a demo uh, with Chris Walker playing. Uh, I was playing as the Iron Golem against Untamed Beasts because that's the easiest two crews to start with, and he picked for me to be the defender of like that four treasure trove thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which was a mistake because he should have just made me come at him instead of him coming at me. Right. So, um, I was able to hold down the treasures and keep him from winning by keeping one away from him. And then the second game we played was him using the unmade against, uh, my item at Deepkin. And Deepkin are silly. They really are. Right. Like what? But in this game too? Well, it's not so much that they kill stuff, it's just that they're really fast. And for this particular mission, the victory condition was he had to keep me from running away with a piece of treasure that was in the middle of the board that one of my eels squatted on turn one and then flew away. Now that'll do it. Yep. (laughs) All in all, happy with your games? Yeah, I mean, I won both of them, but unbelievable! You're a real whatever. Talent. Oh, no. stop! No, see, you're so uh, not used to getting complimented by a co-host that you don't know how to handle it. Alex, I think you're incredibly talented and good looking. <laughs> whatever, Jesus, Dave, you stink. No, oh. seriously, then you have an adorable little kid, and when she smiles, I'm like, look, oh, Alex, that's the whole what world you looks like when you smile. If you smiled, no. Yeah. Adorable. All right. Who's got other? Am nope. I it? Literally, I've only got other because I got nothing else. Say something and I'll react to it, I'm sure. The new Mandalorian is still fantastic. I've got opinions. Okay. Would you like to voice them? Why don't you start? Um, This is Lone Wolf and Cub. Uh, it's it's really sort of rolling well. I like that we're getting some real Mandalorian lore. Um the the storyline it's it's kind of what I want it's a it's a space western which is kind of what it always was um, I even kind of been interested in Baby Yoda uh, it's adorable um, you know I could do without eight hundred thousand memes on my timelines of all my social media every day but I can't blame Baby Yoda for that that's just people well you know. please allow me to retort <laughs> go for it. All right, so first, shouts to folks in, in England and wherever else you don't have access to Disney+. Plus. Uh, nothing much I can do about that. We still have to talk about it. We just do. But um, obviously, they've basically watched the whole show via memes, so there's nothing I can do there. Um, here's the thing. Star Wars, up until this point, is highly serialized. This show is just Monster of the Week. I was expecting a lot more serialization than just... You know, uh, Kelvin and Hobbes bounce from planet to planet. Um, it's treading way too deep into nostalgia for nostalgia's sake, and it's not giving me enough new stuff. And of the six episodes that we've had, fully three of them have ended with somebody holding a gun to Baby Yoda only for someone else off camera to kill said person. It's kind of the same thing over and over again, and it's not moving the ball downfield. It's staying in place, and I'm getting bored. You know, when I first saw that one 
where they went back to Tatooine and we had the guy in the Han Solo pose, in the Han Solo spot, in the cantina. I was, you know, like struck by the, oh my gosh, this is so fun. I, it's not. It, upon rewatch, it was like, why did we burn going to Tatooine? We didn't do anything. There was nothing novel about Tatooine. This whole thing just is nostalgia for nostalgia's sake. And, you know, people love to champion Dave Filoni as this like, uh, Star Wars guy. Um, he's the worst one about that. He, he, he's not bringing me new stuff. And I, I don't, I don't hate Mando, but, uh, I don't love it the way I did two weeks ago. You know, it's with only two weeks to go, there's not like a, a primary a story that's holding it all together. And you can say, well, sure. It's the, the thing in the baby Yoda and the, yeah, but to what? Like, there's no actual story. Like, well, if you're going to say, well, bounty hunter shows up in the last 30 seconds and he gets killed. Okay. Sure. Right. But that's not really a story. It, this, this show is just, it's a bunch of side quests, man. Where's the actual story? Uh, it could, it could be like the first season of Buffy or one of or those shows where you get that first season, you're starting to get into the characters, build up some of this story. A lot of these characters and places could be setups for later story stuff. So, again, I will go back to the very beginning. Buffy is a monster of the week, although it did become heavily serialized. But Star Wars is serialized from episode 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 to, um, if you watch Clone Wars, very heavily serialized. I'm just saying that right now it, 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 it is kind of monster of the week, but I have a feeling we're just we're introducing all the players so that, that you can get into a much more serialized thing. I think this whole first season is they're really just sort of setting it up. That's what I think is happening. I don't know for certain. I don't have a crystal ball or a line on the scripts. But Alex, but, thoughts? I haven't watched it. Oh, perfect. You're the guy I want to hear from the most then. Why? God. You can just be like, hey, I've not even seen it before, Keep but I side with, in. and then you pick somebody. All right. Uh, that was my reaction to your thing. What what other thing do you have that I can react to? Um, have you watched Evil at all? Alex? No. No? Okay. Uh, and then Watchmen has been on, and that's been – that one um, – I didn't know how they were going to do that show because – that storyline was pretty compact. Um, they've made some pretty compelling and interesting uh, stuff, uh, taking it up ahead another, you know, twenty-five years and seeing what you know what's become of everything since then. So that's it. I just been watching a lot of TV because <laughs> I've been laying pretty much in my recliner and not breathing well. So that's been that. Alex, do you watch Watchmen? No. Did you read the comic? <laughs> No. You never Did read- you see the movie about 10 years ago? Yes. Did you like it? <laughs> yes. You did. Did you watch Lost or uh, uh, Prometheus or The Leftovers? No. Yes. No. Thoughts on Prometheus real quick. Give me 30 seconds or less. I don't remember it. Perfect. Okay. So – those shows are why I don't watch Damon, Damon Lindelof shows anymore. Uh, he's doing Watchmen. I just if it if everyone says it's awesome, I'm going to check it out because cool. Um, but I can't get into his properties anymore. I, I just sometimes you got to make choices. You know what I mean? Because the endings never pay off with it with his show. Yeah, uh, I mean it's they, it can it's, be exciting week to week, but big picture, I struggle with it. Yeah, you're. I think 
I think you kind of nailed it there, yeah. Yeah, no, because they never pay off. And now I'm just seeing that the season one is wrapping up, and I just read today off? that or is it just I haven't exciting watched, about I, I what could be. I didn't get to watch the last episode. It was on Sunday, and I was tired yesterday, so I missed it. Uh, I just got on the DVR. I'm waiting, but I already read somewhere that there might not be a season two now. <laughs> I'm like, well, that that would be that would that <laughs> I, I would, yeah, I would say he planned that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like I made the right choice there. No, I, I but I do enjoy it. If you like Watchmen, I mean, there was there was some pretty good stuff in there. So, is anyone watching any Christmas movies like uh, the Christmas Prince or the Night Before Christmas or anything super exciting on Netflix like that? Alex, you've got to be right. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people say that you're not sweet in this segment. I disagree. I think you make this. Got to be honest with you. No, I I think <laughs> Carrie and I have watched um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. That's a movie? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. It's like one of those old claymation ones. And then the Rudolph. Rudolph. Yeah. The classics that. You know, the kid should see that she, like, looks at for five minutes and decides, ooh, I'm going to go play with a toy. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. Well, Not only is Die Hard tech? a Christmas movie, but people seem to forget, Die Hard 2 is also a Christmas movie. Die Hard 2, tough watch. But it's a, it takes place the next year on Christmas Eve in the airport. I thought it was New Year's Eve. Is it Christmas Eve? I'm 99% positive it's Christmas Eve. So that's New Year's Eve. Got it. I, yeah. You know what I try and watch? Uh, I will watch Batman Returns and Iron Man 3 for my Christmas movies these days. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? Oh, no. They're, uh, you know what I did? That, yeah, no, that no, hurts. No, Batman Returns is fine. Iron Man what? 3 I've never seen. What? What? It's the best of the three. Don't mope. Don't mope. <laughs> I ain't moping. I just ain't seen it. I ain't seen actually, Iron Man 2 either. That's okay. I'm actually talking to Dave. Dave, don't mope. I'm Iron not, Man 3 is great. I didn't say Iron Man 3 is great. He said, that, he said that Batman Returns was okay. Batman Returns, not actually great. <laughs> not good. If you rewatch it in 2019, about to be 2020, you will discover not great. Christopher Walken, kind of great. Michael Keaton, not bad. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, maybe not as good as you th- hope she is. Danny DeVito, real bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> real bad. Hey, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, no, it's... Wow. Yeah, no, that's... That movie... And that movie doesn't actually make any sense either. It really doesn't. Tell me what Christopher Walken's character is doing, because whatever it is, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, His evasion or something? I don't know. Yeah. He's like, he built the big power generator, but it's actually going to be stealing some power from Gotham. Okay. Sounds evil. Yeah. Sounds evil. I know. Woo! I'm going to steal 1% of their power. It's going to make me rich. Um, okay. You've I don't know. I, I assume he'll sell it to Metropolis or something. Yeah, I guess. But, you know, that's Nobody not nearly as bad sure. as the, ghost, the Joker trying to smilex everybody in the first movie. So Tough watch. Not going to lie. That's a tough watch. Kind of brutal. Yeah. I, you know, it, I mean, we do have two amazing Joker portrayals, three if you like Mark Hamill. So uh, 
it it really is dimmed the light of that movie uh, in retrospect. Should we keep talking about thirty year old movies on this show, or should we keep it moving? I think we're gonna. I think it's time to talk about, and I want to go back to Alex on this because it's time to talk about things that are happening at Grognards. There's always something. Always something happening at Grognards. Yes. So wait. So there was a Star Wars Legion tournament there this no, weekend. No, Destiny. Oh, oh Destiny. Well, that's the cards and dice one. I've got that. Yes. Yeah. It's not bad. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Doesn't seem super popular, though, huh? Never no. quite caught on. It was really no. big when it first came out, at least around here. Um, mm-hmm. And then once they released the second set of dice, people bought a bunch, and then not, not a lot of new people came in, and it was like, okay, now it's the same people with a lot more dice. So Tough stuff there. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, if, if people like it, people should play it. Alex, do you play it? No. I love you. I know. No. So, what else is going on? Uh, no, there was on? a ton of guys in there um, playing Magic. There were some guys playing 40K, Sigmar, uh, some Flames of War, I think, was going on in the back. So, there's always people in there. It's usually a pretty packed store. Um, and very again, well they have lit. everything. They carry everything for Games Workshop. So They do, including some out-of-print stuff, too. Yeah. So they do have another Underworlds tournament coming up on the 11th of January. Uh, for those interested in competitive Underworlds, they do have a really good community there. Um, That's awesome. Wednesday night is usually Warcry night. So there's usually Even better. always somebody there. There um, really is always something happening at Grok Nights, isn't there? There is. I like it. See? And, and I knew it. And that's why I made that the jingle. And it's sticking because I'm not letting it die. So, check them out, guys. Grognard's Games. Where is it? Roselle, Illinois. Roselle, Illinois. Yep. And you can find them on Facebook, Grognard's Games. Uh, shall we jump into uh, the year that was? Yeah, probably should. Sounds good. All right. So, okay. So much came out this year. Holy mackerel. Yeah, we had a few. A little bit of stuff. Nothing much. So, how many books did we even get? Let's see. One, two, three, four. You should just run through the months, eh? I suppose you could run through them quick. Uh, <laughs> no one quicker than you. <laughs> You've been talking to my wife again. Uh, I wasn't going to say it. It's a family <laughs> show, but I certainly was thinking it. <laughs> Unfortunately, so was she. Okay, I'm not dead. Here we go. January. Uh, Gloomspite gets the tome, the models, the spells, the terrain. February, Skaven, the tome, the spells, the terrain. The Carrion Empire Battle Box. What was that one? That's uh... Flesh Eater Quartz and Skaven. Oh, right, right, right. And the Start Collecting Ideneth Deepkin and Start Collecting Nurgle Box. How good of a value is that Start Collecting uh, Deepkin box, Alex? It's okay. Uh, the lowest valued one, right? Yeah. Perfect. Still a value. It's actually a really good box if you want to start playing Deepkin for Warcry, but that's just me. Interesting. Um, um, so we had the Flesh Eater Quartz Battle Tome and Spells and Terrain come out in February as well. Oh, why is that not on my list? Because it was a double print on the Skaven. Oh, but it's okay. okay. That's why, I was wondering why it said Skaven twice, because it should have been Flesh Eater Quartz. Hey, yes. that super sweet uh, vampire that came with the uh, Carrion Empire box set, have they released that as a blister yet? Not yet. The Abhorrent Arch Regent? No. Yeah, what happened? That's almost been a year. Where are we at? I 
don't know. It, how long did it take him to get uh, Black Talon and Herticulus and Vandus? I mean, you can't even get a Korgrath outside of. Yeah, the no Korgrath uh, outside of that box thing is just kind of. I don't. I still don't get that. That is a tough one. I agree. That's, that's a hard. And that's the Bloodstoker too. The whippy only, guy. Hey guys, it's only been four years. Be cool. <laughs> hey, look, we got sisters of paddle this year. Don't complain about something taking too long. So, um, oh, look at that. What do we got? Uh, March, Blades of Corn, the whole enchilada. Uh, April brought us the Heat Knights of Slanesh, the Forbidden Powers, and the Loon Curse Battle Box. Alex, I know you know the details on this, so. It was a bunch of squigs and a plastic uh, Loon Boss on Giant Cave. Squig, and then Sylvaneth introducing the Arch Revenant, that new character with the wings oh, yeah. and the big spear. And Forbidden Power had the the little... Uh... The cool new Endless Spells, the Penumbral Engine, and all of that uh, Storm Vault terrain. Right, but the Penumbral Engine, that's the one that I never, I've never seen anybody use it. That's a shame, because it's a cool-looking model. Correct. It should be free. <laughs> That, that's right, it should. You should just be allowed to put it on the table. I agree, 100%. Uh, Fire Slayers got a revamp in uh, May. General's Handbook came out in June. Sylvaneth got a revamp in July. And in July, Warcry dropped. And there was much rejoicing. Yes, um, there was. August? Nothing? Wow. Yeah, we got blanked in August because oh, of how dare they? 40K. Oh, that's right. Uh, and then... A mere two months later, Warcry got its first supplement, and we all shook our heads and said, "Wait a minute! Don't, don't, mess, don't, don't dump stuff too quick like this. Let's give us a chance to play it." I still haven't actually used that supplement. I've read it, but I haven't brought any monsters in any of my games either. I mean, I own it, yeah, but yeah. It's, what about you, Alex? It, Did you bring I was monsters? supposed to use it at the Plunging Spires narrative event, but um, that oh, oh for three, yeah. oh for. Three. That's an important uh, notice right there. Also, are the monsters from that out yet? Like that Sphinx dude? No, the Sphinx, the Fomoroid, the alternative Ogroid, um, those are all coming out with the Slaves to Darkness release. So they're part of that release schedule. I'm looking forward to talking about Best Models 2020 already. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, let's see. Auric War Clans got their battle tome without any endless spells. Um, or terrain. Or terrain. Cities of Sigmar got their battle tome without any spells or terrain, but they got so many cool things, everybody could just, nobody seemed to mind that much. Uh, gaming book. What's that? So that one remember. is the compressed rules for all the realms, uh, the triumphs, the artifacts. Yeah, oh, that little dude. That's, I've got oh, that yeah. Guy. Yeah, the, the mini book. The mini book. I like the mini book. Good. Well, no, I'm just, I just, I, I missed it when, because they used to include them with all the box sets, the editions. You, could, you had to buy the, you had to buy the set to get the little mini book or go on eBay and pay 30 bucks for it. And it was always, I loved it. Uh, Feast of Bones comes out in October. What was all in Feast of Bones? Ogres and. and the Bone Reapers. The, yeah, the Bone Reapers. Yeah, that's actually a beautiful box. Those ogres are that ogre champion is really nice. Maw tribes 
comes out in October. They get terrain at least. Uh, November, the Bone Reapers come out, the whole enchilada. It's a really good battle tome again. December, we just got Slaves to Darkness, a battle tome, and they got endless spells. Did they get terrain? No. No. And uh, start collecting Slaves of Darkness box. Uh, that's got all the new models in it. All new models in it. You can't seem to order them separately yet. At least when I, not when I was looking on the website today. Correct. Um, and then the, I want them all anyway. Who cares? <laughs> oh, those are some nice models. Uh, and then Toma Champions. That comes out. Did that come out last week or does that come out this week? Just came out Saturday. Oh, okay, so I missed. I didn't get it, but I'll have to go get it this weekend then. Uh, it's Christmas. Rumor has it it's going to be in a stocking for me. Ah. We shall see if Santa delivers. Interesting. So that is a quick rundown of all that came out this year. That's just a lot of stuff all at once, all come out. I mean, that's that's crazy. You can't expect people to keep up with that. And yet you want us to pick our top three favorites. Well, dude, we used to just do top three of everything. But so much crap yeah. came out, we were able, I mean, we could split it up in the top three of various to- topics and still have it all going. Well, let's dive into it. What's your top three battles? Who's starting? Can't be me. Is it me? Hold on. Give me one second. I just need a second. Hold on. I got to shut my mic off. Yeah, for a second. blow your nose. Yeah, I'm Holy dying. Hannah. I'm freaking dying. Dying. Alex, uh, 50 bucks says he doesn't make it to the end of this episode. No. If uh, if you win, uh, I will direct deposit into Jones uh, uh, College Fund. If I win, I'm the new host of the show. I'm if taking, you want that, I'm taking you it over. It. I'm taking over <laughs> like On did the Falcon. You're my Chewy. Who? What? Oh, like Han did the Falcon. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were saying like you were doing this like some sort of character named Andre the Falcon or something. Oh no, he was the giant, buddy, the giant. I know he was the giant, hence my confusion. Understandable. What was your favorite uh Andre the Giant match? Oh probably God. WrestleMania three, him and Hogan. Where yeah. he Hogan slams him, yeah, right? That would probably be the best one. Probably be the best one. Either that or uh Princess Bride. Second favorite match, obviously. Yeah. Him Didn't he fight Cassidy. Warrior at one point? I know he mm-hmm. fought Warrior. Warrior, oh my gosh. First off, the worst, but also when you're a kid, the best. Yes. Bizarre. He's a tough one, right? And then once you understand his politics as an adult, you're like, oh boy, this guy is unbelievably bad. Wow. Uh-huh. Or maybe you never got into that side of him. What do I know? You know, I'm just a super fan of all things wrestling. Just wrestling, pro grappling, you know, I'm into it. This is a great, we're vamping, we're just vamping. I, again, kind of starting to look like you owe me 50 bucks, you know? Yeah. What are the odds that he leaves this in? Oh, those are good. Like, those yeah. I would definitely take for keeping it in. He he does not do much editing, right? No, no, he does not. This no. may go on the back end of the episode, though. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Oh, jeez. Oh, what? I had uh, my headphones off and everything. I literally heard nothing. What was Good. your favorite Andre the Giant match? Who are you talking to? All right. Yeah. Well, then what was your top battle tome? Or your, no, number three. <laughs> Let's start at number three. Oh, yeah. You have to start at number three. You don't start at number one. What kind of, what are you, a communist? 
Mm, well, some some have said, but <laughs> okay. I, I guess I'll go first. My uh, third book was the uh, Orc Warclans. Ooh, I I like I love the orcs. Uh, putting the two books together, letting you keep them each as their individual feel, or mix them up together in that big wah with the uh, you know mad as hell and all those rules. I just I think theme wise. That might be one of my favorite things that came out this year. And I, I Al- okay, go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to ask. Uh, they do not make my top three, but Alex, are they on your top three? No. Ooh, okay, look at that. Dave, a, defend yourself. Um. Oh, there's a lot of good books. This one just it. it this one. I'm kidding. It was made like me feel good. Totally yeah. made me feel good. All right. So, what's your number three, Alex? Uh, the Hedonites of Slanesh. Ooh. Oh. Tell me why. Not necessarily because it's a fun book to play against, although with the update today, I think some people have a different opinion on it. Um, it's just that Slanesh finally got its place in the sun um, after it's been kind of on the back burner since AOS came out. So That's me, true. it was finally seeing them getting the attention that they deserve. In 6th uh, edition Warhammer Fantasy Battles, I did a Slanesh army. Mortals. I love Slanesh. I've always loved Slanesh. And it should come as no surprise that Slanesh Hedonites, number three on my list as well. Sad. Fabulous. See, exciting. Just, I, I, I'm not buying them. I don't, I don't really enjoy playing against them, but thrilled for that corner of the Warhammer world to come to light again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't argue with that. It, it, it is, it's a great book, and it's got some really great models. So I can't argue with that, but I went number three. Okay, let's let's run it around though. Okay, I went first. So uh, Rotor, you went third. You go first. I'll go second. Alex will go third. Very exciting. This is like talking to my children, where I have to keep passing it around. Exactly. Otherwise, they slip out. Uh-huh. Yeah. I have the couch. Uh, well, currently I do, and oh. with it, I'm going to go. Boop, 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 boop. Number two, Osiark. Bone Reapers. When this book first came out and I saw the models, I went, oh my gosh, this is straight trash. Um, It's not. They're cool. They're really cool, actually. And um, more than that, they're a brand new, undiscovered corner of Warhammer. So where before we had shining a light on something old, now we've got shining a light on something new. I love this. I love to see the world grow and uh, there be more room to grow. And I like that um, Dave withstanding, the community has, for the most part, really accepted them. Um, I don't know a whole heck of a lot about them, but uh, I never do. I'm always more interested in the models and the hobby aspect. And I really like these dudes. So that's my pick. Say something, nice. Dave. Say Very something. Very nice. It's, it's, it's a... It's a good. It's a, yeah. You came around in the models too, and that often happens. I can't wait to see this on your bottom three. Keep it moving. Um, <laughs> my number two, Cities of Sigmar. I went with Cities of Sigmar because I really, when I saw that was coming out, and and, oh, and heard what it was going to be, that it was basically uh, everybody that's still left in the book. With no new models and no new any of this other stuff, I'm like, this is literally. I'm like, this is going to be the worst. This is going to be, uh, you know, here we're sorry. This is what's left, and um, the the lore part is actually pretty good. 
and uh, the way they built this army, giving you so much flexibility by allowing you to just take a little of all of it. Because, yeah, they were what was left from the... And they've all sort of come together and, and melded into something that you could really turn into a, a pretty impressive force. Um, I Real just, Justice League scenario there. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. I really, I really like this book. And I probably won't play it. And I've got, I've got uh, Barnett's... Dark Elves and Harrison's High Elves, and I've got my Dwarfs, and I've got half an Empire Army laying around here. I could totally play it. I probably won't because I don't want to rebase and paint it all. But, the, but if if it was based proper, I would totally play this book. This is this this is cool. That's my take. Alex, thoughts? No, did it make sense? Is it your number now, two? Were you upset with how much stuff got cut out? Uh, I was a little sad to see there was almost no High Elf stuff left because. If there was some good high elves, Harrison would have jumped back in, I think, more. But he looked at it and said, oh, this is really not a lot that's left, and this is the stuff that I didn't have a lot of. Hey, look, stuff's getting cut. Well, I can only assume that since Tyrion and Teclis are not in Cities of Sigmar, that there's going to be a whole new damn race of elves being brought out um, to go along with these two fools. Um, I could be wrong, but I'm hoping I'm right, and I'm assuming that if it's anything like all of these other releases, they're going to hit it out of the park. Alex, what's your number two, buddy? Uh, that would be the Ogormaw Tribes book. Oh, really? Yeah. Talk to me about this choice, buddy. So, I think the big, and we'll come back, this is going to be something I'll bring up back when we hit the, like, the top three overall things. Um, Destruction came back in a big way this year with getting three books, even if it put two together each time. Essentially with like Gutbusters and Beast Claws, and then Bone Splitters and Iron Jaws. But to give Ogres like a real place in the AOS universe, never mind filling out the background and trying to explain more why they see Gorkamorka as the way they do, and then better explaining the Everwinter. Like I've really just enjoyed that book immensely, and it makes me want to play Ogres again. But I don't want to paint Ogres again. Oh no! So... They're kind of yeah. easy to paint, though. I mean, relatively speaking. I know. But the thing is, it's like I'd want to do an Underguts army. Um, What's that one? Which one's, that, what color is All that lead belchers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, listen, that could be fun. that's what contrast is for, right? Oh, I know. Amen. But still. No, I mean, I, I want to do it. And I think one of the favorite little things about it that a lot of people don't always realize is that the Maw Pot, their terrain feature that came out, the butcher fits just underneath that little canopy. Like he is perfectly sized to fit underneath the canopy on the maw pot. Oh, yeah. nice. So he could be cooking in the shade. Exactly. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So, uh, actually, Mo- Ogre Maw Tribe's got my, I got an honorable mention listed here for them because I wanted, I was happy with how that wound up getting mixed up as well. You don't get four. I just threw an honorable mention. You, you can have four. an honorable mention if you want one. Oryx. There you go. There you <laughs> go. Right. Uh, cool. Alex, what was your number one? Do you really have to ask? Yes. I do. The Gloom Spike gets. <sighs> really? Shocking, I know. Especially with the way you were bemoaning that you couldn't stand playing them anymore and you were going to, like, you know. Kind of thought you were over them, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I actually am a little surprised. Legit. No, it's like playing aside. This was 
probably for me the best book of the year. Um, not just because of my own innate love for goblins and gits and stuff, but it's just the reinvention of the night goblins into like the full and proper moon clan. And then the re imagination with the spiders and then the Tragus and how it all interacts. And it makes sort of weird sense. And the nostalgia throwbacks that they put in with the background. Um, and then all the models are just amazing for that release. Maybe not the snufflers, but um, just for me, that was the knockout. Cool. Unbelievable. What about you, Rotor? My favorite book of the year. This is a bit of a cheat. War Cry. That book's awesome. I know it's not a battle tome. It doesn't matter. I've stopped playing AOS mostly, and I play War Cry more because that's the best book, dude. It just is. You know, It's completely transformed the way I play the game because I play a different game. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That works. Yeah, come at me, I'll bro. give you that. No, I'll give you that. Yay. Uh, if, if I can throw in an honorable mention, you could name something that's totally from not even the game we're talking about. Perfect. That's, it works for me. It's from the world. It is. It's from the world. It uses the models. It does, and that's another great thing about it, is they keep giving you the opportunity to bring models in from the other thing, which is this, this company is constantly giving you every excuse to just buy models from armies you don't build. And I buy a few for this game, and I buy a few for that thing. And next thing I know, I got six, seven hundred points. I might as well make it a thousand. Hundred percent, dude. Hundred percent. And yeah. if you're doing a thousand, you might as well do two. Come on. Exactly. Exactly. Um, oh, so I guess it's on me, huh? Oh, big man, big number, number one. The Bone Reapers. <gasps> Get out! Shut up. No, it's. That's, I think that might have been my favorite book this year, and I don't you like those models. Fibber, Fibber McGee. What? No, I love the book. No, the lore is great, and it's dark. And you know, I love my death armies. I love the lore. I love the way this army plays. I like the cool new way they use their little death points, and it only comes at the beginning of the battle round. I like it all. I just don't like the models, which is what pisses me off to no end. Because if I liked the models, I would. I would have. Uh, I would basically have all the death armies again. Because popular opinion, they're great. I know, I know, yeah. and you know, Alex was right. Swapping the heads didn't make those goofy face guys look better. I still don't like the two arms on one side swinging the sword. I don't like some of the other models. Uh, I love. I mean, the Mortark guy. That that's a that's like a that's a, that's almost like a Forge World display base that he's on there. You know, no, it's that guy's great. Um, this is. This is uh, Scrooge, a Christmas Carol level transformation. No, right no, now. I Alex, never. When did Alex, I, no, when did I ever Alex, say on the show that I didn't no. like the book? When, Alex, agree with me. No, I oh can't. When this did I ever say? Because we've talked about this before on the show. And Alex and I have talked about this the off book the air. Is amazing, and the rules are fantastic. And this would have been my next army, except for the models being hot garbage. See? Scrooge level transformation. It just occurred. Christmas miracle. Guys, unbelievable. This is why we're <laughs> tuning in. Didn't no, see it coming. Like, really? Honestly? Because I, I, I thought we had this discussion. I, I do. I love the book. I just. I got, God damn it, those models. Careful. All right. Um, well, why don't we? No, that's it. Okay, so Rotor, Rotor and Alex Heed Knights, and I was the Oryx. And then cities, ogres, and bone reapers, 
And then Bone Reapers gets and the War Cry book with an honorable mention to both Ogres and Oryx. So unbelievable! What a great year! And that's and that's we still didn't. Not, nobody mentioned like over half of them. That's the craziest. Not part. a good guy among them. Well, Cities of Sigmar. Not a good guy among them. <laughs> <laughs> Heresy intensifies. Sure. All right. Uh, why don't we start with the top three models then? Before we get to the top three miscellaneous, or do you want to go right to miscellaneous rotors so you can wax poetic on Warcry some more? Mm, no. Let's go with the models then. All right. Yep. All right, Rotor. What you got? I've got uh, Corvus Cabal, the Crow Bros from Warcry. <laughs> Listen, they're in the Slaves to Darkness book now, so I can say that legit. That Corvus Cabal. I love it. I love everything about it. And if you're going to hold me to a one model, that King Crow that's leaping down with the the arms expanded and the fake legs, you know who I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Shrike Talon. Thank you. Unbelievable. That's what's up, dude. That that was one of the most exciting things. I Like when the preview dropped and I saw that, I was like, what is this? And um, we had sort of touched earlier how – the workshop just keeps encouraging you to spend by giving you other ways to use their stuff. Um, the fact that you can use that in the Slaves to Darkness, uh, it's it's fantastic. I don't know that they're worth a spit, but it doesn't matter. It's just really, really cool, really evocative, and something new and different. And again, uh, it moves the ball down the field. It 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 transforms what chaos has been. You know, it's something new and different and cool. And I love it. Nice. Nice answer. Your answer's wrong, but it's a nice answer. <laughs> all right. All right, jerk. What have you got? Okay. Well, Alex, do you want to go next? I don't want to cut you off here. I can I can I can I can straighten okay. out rotor after you. It. Um, <laughs> at my number three is actually Catacros. Really? Oh. More talker than Acropolis. <laughs> nice. Wait a minute. The he's a the Osiark Bone Reaper, the big dude? Yeah. Yeah, they're Mumbra. unbelievable models. Right? That's that model so is good. gorgeous. Yeah, that yeah. model. Yes, that line of models is gorgeous. I agree. No, that model. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now talk about a Christmas turnaround, Rotor. Your turnaround on those models is 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 something that that seems seems like a Christmas miracle, or more like a just see it in person. You know, it suffered from uh, was it Mornfangitis there, but sure, they're cool, dude. Yep. And, and actually, that model of Alex's selection, that is super cool. I So I subscribed to um, Richard Gray's Patreon, and he painted it up, and he did a phenomenal job on it, and I just love watching his videos on it. You know, I, I will never paint that thing, um, but it is fantastic and super evocative, just a big display piece, you know? Yeah. No, it's – that thing is – when I saw that, I was excited. Um, like, like literally excited. Uh, and then I saw the rest of them, not so much, but yeah, I, I can't disagree. That's a great model. Um, what gets you excited about it, Alex? <laughs> hmm? What gets you excited about it? It's, I really wish that the rest of the Bone Reapers range looked like the samurai yeah. one on there, the bodyguard, the prime necro, whatever he's called. Um, and then obviously Catacross himself, like if the rest of the range looked like that, it would be a completely different opinion on it. 
I like the like stitched skin on his helmet. I love the off the shoulder cape that he's wearing. Just really mm-hmm. cool little details like that. Like yeah, that. and it's very evocative of different cultures um, that have come before, but it doesn't really fit into anything. So I don't know. I really liked that model. Yeah, I did too. Um, okay, so I guess it's me, huh? Yeah. What did you like third best? Um, much like Rotor, but unlike <gasps> Rotor in that I'm correct. I chose <gasps> the Splintered Fang. Well, as the whole thing. Best. Well, yeah, you can't pick the whole. You pick the whole thing now. But if I have to pick a model, if I have to pick a model, and I'm relying on Alex because he actually knows what things are called. Um, The guy, I think, it's the lead guy. He's kind of standing with both, with his one arm forward, one arm back, and the snake is running along his whole length of his arms. That's the serpent collar, and he's not the leader. Yeah, the leader's the one with the net. Serpent collar is the best model. The serpent collar is totally agree. Um, that that whole line, just the the look of the armor. You know, all the snakes. Oh, it is. That just grabbed me. I was like, wow. Of all of the stuff, the new stuff that came out, uh, as much as you like the bird people, I saw the snake people and I was just like, oh, no, wait, this is fantastic. Like every one of those models. I snake people too. I love them. They look great. I don't like the way they play. I've tried them about six times and they're frustrating for me because I'm bad at stuff. But. The models are fantastic. Yeah, I had to, I had to. Did give you say them. they're fantastic? I didn't. I don't. Uh, that's not. I'm not punny. That's ridiculous. Who would do that? I heard fantastic. Did you rewind the tape? Why tech? Rewind the tape. Do something. No, I can't rewind it now. To, but no, you have to do editing. You have to do editing. <laughs> I can't edit in the middle of the recording. So let's see. what we're gonna find out though. I'm gonna play it. I'll slow it down. Let's see if I can get all this done. Slow it down. We'll That's we'll find out from the truth. We'll find out. There's always something happening at Grognards. The models are fantastic. The models are fantastic. They're fantastic. They're fantastic. This is Brian Blessed, and you're listening to Garish Hammer. All right, uh, number two, Alex. Much like Rotor, I went with the Shrike Talon. Yeah. The Shrike. That's two. That's two. Oh, that's not the Crobus Cabal. That's the Shrike Town. Yeah, it's the big, oh, it is. Oh, yeah, crow. The, oh, he picked the one. King Crow. It's the big dude. So you that's went not leader. the leader. Not the leader. No, nobody. The leader is always the not quite best. It's always the number two guy who's the better model. Have you noticed that? Not always, though. Pretty consistently. Pretty consistently. Yeah, I mean the Shrike. The uh, what's her name? The blissful one. No, no, the blissful one is different, but I can't remember the name of the uh, Corvus Cabal leader. That's not the point. Um, but no, the Shrike Talon is just like phenomenal. Yeah, it is a gorgeous model. So much detail and fresh take on chaos. So I guess exactly. I'm the one who's wrong, at least as far yes. as this goes. Appears. I mean, yeah, I mean, you could both be wrong. Who knows? I mean, that's probably far more likely, but. Having said that, I will, I will concede the Shrike Talon. It's pretty interesting that of every model, and there is a lot of them, uh, we've landed on the same one now. So let's see if that keeps the trend. Dave, what's your number two? Uh, my number two, uh, I, I was I was hard-pressed to pick a number two. I was looking at the Slanesh line, um, and that whole line is just so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I settled on Shalaxi Hellbane. Mm. I think of all those ones, I mean, the Rapturus is so cool, and Seleska's so cool, 
But that Shalaxy Hellbane model is just... It's everything Slanesh that it should be. I could have gone with the Keeper of Secrets, but I just... that. The Hellbane model, I think I, I, I couldn't give it to the entire Slanesh line You can give it to a, a little faction Like from Warcry, but I couldn't give it to the whole Slanesh line Although, damn, it kind of deserves it Yeah But that Shalaxi Hellbane is just gorgeous And I like the, the paint job They did, you know, the paint jobs don't always work On the models, you know, for the examples On the, on the website and on the box This, that one did It was just everything about it The musculature the, the the sense of line and movement in it, every part of it was just flowing. It was it, it had a liquid feel to it, um, that that I just you don't see that too often in these. Well, everything's you know big and tough and rough and tumble, and then this thing just looks like it could just glide not just past you but through you. It's so I just love this model. I really do love it. Great choice. What about you, Rotor? What was your number two? Well, I went with uh, the Keeper of Secrets slash the Harp Dude slash the Master Blaster with the, the chick on the dude's back from so the, the so Slanesh you, line. So you picked the three of the four. I picked the same four, but I picked Hellbane. You picked the other three. Yeah. You know what it was about the normal Keeper that I was uh, drawn to is obviously there's it, – it's literally like alluring. And there's something – it's like – kind of goaty and kind of a person and kind of feminine and kind of masculine and yet i'm still kind of attracted to it and it's weird and i don't know how i'm supposed to feel about myself uh by revealing this secret but uh hopefully it'll keep my secret um i just think it's a phenomenal model and i was just impressed with quite frankly, all the new character models from that slanesh book and so it's really it uh, uh, Shalaxi or whatever could be yeah. on here as well. Um, they're all fantastic. And it really, I guess for me, these models really capture that the evocative spirit of the army, um, at least as far as I interpret it. Um, and I was just so, so impressed with it. Um, I, I, it's really hard to pick a favorite. I, the harp, it that is. one's crazy, especially if you've read Fulgrim and, you know, like right. these people suffering for their art. Like that's totally in line with my understanding of, of Slanesh. And I just, I loved it. So really hard to pick. Um, but you had said it's, you wanted to do all of the, I did all of them, the, all the characters from the Heat Knights of Slanesh. And here I was thinking uh, I was gonna. Get, I'm like I'm gonna get yelled at if I pick the whole line, but it's you, like you said, it so deserves it because the the old Slanesh stuff um, was pretty cool. Um, but there was I, the, how the often, warrior on the boob worm. That was about it. Yeah, but how often would we have the conversation of like, wait, those are demonettes. Those are those I'm supposed to be so attracted to them. I'm completely enthralled and don't even realize until they cut my head off. Like, how does that work? These models, it's like you said. There's a weird attractiveness and an allure to them that they just they totally got um yeah but it doesn't there's there's you can't you can't put your finger on it it's got the masculine the feminine the animal like it's so weird it's hitting all these beats but it's so seamlessly and smoothly blended together that mm-hmm. you just it, it it is they're they're 
perfect. I totally get that. It's like this model's kind of hideous and has a goat's head, but it's kind of sexy, and I could see people just starting falling down and worshiping it. Like this is a weird thing, and it and it works. And that's yeah. a hard thing to make work because sometimes you get it and it gets all over exaggerated, and then you get stuff that's sort of like Kingdom Death, which is supposed to be like that and doesn't quite. Although those are yeah. some amazing models, but too much, too much. Exactly. This is it's. They, they they skirted the whole you know naked naked parts thing that you know you know they don't want to do that it's a family uh, company it was perfect it was a the whole line it was a perfect uh, nailed it out of the out of the park one so nailed it nailed it all right I went with the sleeves to darkness start collecting set and if I had to pick, and if I had to pick something out of it I'm going with the actual chaos warriors on foot because the knights are nice. But after 10 to 12 years of guys standing um, almost at attention, except with their elbows against their, you know, hips and their hands straight out forward, you know, that complete monopose with nothing exciting happening. And then they're nothing. like, here, check this out. And it's completely been stepped right off the off the bases. Everything's got a dynamic pose. There's all the details are, are top notch. Um they this took, is why you go from square bases to round bases. Stuff like this. Yeah. You know, just mm-hmm. the fina- fin- fantastic dynamicism. Ugh, it's in there. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's all there. And it, you, uh, I just, I think it's the stark difference between what they were, how completely static they were to this. It's, it's just an amazing difference and such a huge step forward that I just, I was blown away. And I was like, okay, it's Chaos Warriors. It's guys with armor wearing fur-lined capes. Like, I've, what are you going to do that's going to impress me? And, and it winds up, I'm like, well, yo, okay, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you got it. You totally nailed it. Mm-hmm. So that's my number one. What about you guys? Uh, I'll go. Um, for me, my number one, and Alex, I'm going to need you to tell me who this actually is. The stoned mushroom dude from the Gloom Spite gets. He's so Which scared. The, he's like, he's got a the face of fear. He's sitting on a mushroom, and he looks like he's just taking some acid, and he's tripping. Oh, he's one of those little, the, the six-packs. It's yeah. a five-pack. The oh. Gabapalooza. Yeah. Um, but the Shroommancer. Yeah, he's great. That dude has seen some stuff. I love him. <laughs> he's got some battle scars, dude. Yeah, he's 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 hopped up on shrooms and he's tripping, and I love it. And like he's gone to war, just blasted. That's hilarious. Cool. I'm the only guy who likes drugs. Neat. What else? No, no, you're not. But that's another story. But yeah, no, I I actually went through all of those and looked at all of those. I almost picked. Um, one of the goblin and then I realized he was the guy he came out last year when he came out with the uh the guy with the mushrooms growing out of his skull. The fungoid cave shaman. Yeah. I'm like, oh wait, that guy didn't come out this year. He came out last year. Okay, so I can't pick him. That that was he was actually almost made my list too. Because those goblin models are fantastic. I'm yeah, sorry. The same with character. the uh infernal rapturous too, the harp lady, she came out last year too. Oh, Still makes right. it. Still makes it, buddy. Deal with that. No, it's fine. That's how good she was. Yeah, there you go. Back to back best plaque. So what do you got, Alex? Uh the serpent collar from the splintered fang. Mm. Is that my guy? Is that what I picked? Yeah. 
That was your number three. Oh, Alex is number one. Look at that. We already had this. One. Hey, you know what? Can't argue with it. Fantastic choice. And Alex picked two War Cry War models. Cry. Two. I really think, like, of all the models that came out this year, the best were consistently in the War Cry range. So. Yeah, I, th- I think that the fact that they were, uh, like, a whole new thing, and mm-hmm. so there was no, like, legacy sort of holding them down, and that, you know, barring the Slaves to Darkness letting them in, like, they don't have to act as a um, an army. So there was a lot more variety across all of the models, where each model is unique. Really exciting, man. I just, mm-hmm. I love I love the Warcry stuff. Can't argue with you at all all um you know what i think we're gonna need to take a break do it i mean we're only like an hour and five minutes into the the show but we're getting we've, we've only got two topics left so do it no one's arguing break do it. and go we'll be back Folks, Chaos Orc Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chess X Dice, and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted boarded miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to you, because at Chaos Orc Superstore, what you see is what you get. In that old silk hat they found He began to dance around We are back Doing top three of anything else And pretty soon The bottom three That's going to be pretty interesting I can't wait to hear what Alex has to say But first, Alex What's your number three from anything else. I think the overall concept of destruction coming back in a big way, we talked about this earlier when we were talking about the books, um, but just that destruction after getting blanked for so long with Nothing. AOS. No so love. now get three in a row. Or three armies. this year. Yeah. How do you feel about Oryx now that they've been out there for a minute? Uh, are they Are they getting it done or not so much? I think they can. That is not for me. Not for you. You've never I'll liked the Oryx, though. You've always played pure goblin armies. Goblin trolls, yeah. But Racist. no, I. the big thing was just that they needed to come back. They needed a reinvention, and they got it this year. You, you got to move them around. You got to like kind of spread it out. You know, you can't just keep dropping Stormcast books. 
I mean, you can. No. Hey, they didn't release a Stormcast book this year. That's yeah, what I'm they saying. Did not. That's what I'm saying. Well, some, some would argue that uh, Cities of Sigmar. Well, yeah, you could bring them into that, I suppose. I suppose. None of us on this call are arguing that. I'm just saying some might. All right. So Alex's was that. Um, mine was the mini rule book. Woo. I know that's a silly thing, but I liked having everything in one place. And I, I, I used to literally, when the new editions would come out and you could buy the box to get the mini rule book, I'd buy a box, I had my mini rule book, and then I would go on eBay and buy another one for Harrison because 30 bucks, it's easy to carry around. It's got everything in it. Um, I bought it immediately. It's yeah. a value. I love those mini rule books. Plus, honestly, the way that they have kind of spread things out where it's just a little bit in a lot in a few books, it, it's kind of annoying to be totally candid. And uh, so yes. them condensing it into this book, I love it. This is what I want, you know. This is the game. Yeah. Honestly, you put out the if you just included this in with the uh with the general's handbook, I'd buy that whole bundle right there every year. Yeah. Give me the or whenever you needed to put out the new mini rule book. Just like get all the rules in one place. Mm-hmm. I love it. So, that was mine. What about you, Rotor? Gonna listen, I got to be me, which means I got to throw a curveball. This product not released by Games Workshop or Citadel Limited. This product, AOSReminders.com, the best website for me right now. We talked about it uh, an episode or two ago. Um, I got a, hey, I got a, I I subscribe. It is so handy. It is so useful. It is so, it's everything I need to run a game well, to stay on point and to keep things moving. Um, And I don't feel stupid because it's a cheat sheet that builds itself as I build my army. It's just, it's a phenomenal idea that's well executed. And, you know, he deserves subs, uh, yeah. subscriptions. Um, it's, Dude, it's, it's a quality product. So yeah. that is my top three of anything else. Fun fact, we actually just signed them up to be one of the sponsors for the Adepticon Age of Sigmar events this year. That fact is fun. I love it. What does that mean for me or anyone else going to this event? Um, so the gentleman behind it has agreed to provide some subscriptions uh, for AOS Reminders as part of our prize support packages. Prize support package. I love it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I'm glad no, to see that he's on board. I'm glad to see you guys are supporting him on a bigger level. That's great. No, I love it. Like I said, we talked about it before. Anytime I build up an army list now, I go and I run and I jump. First, I print the whole thing. Then I run through and say, okay, this is seven pages now. But what I feel you- like. There's literally no chance that you're running and or jumping. Fact. Okay, that is true. I mean, it's and it's because of the pneumonia. No other reason. Right. No, it's not the morbid obesity. I want to be. It's I want to be super clear here. It's the it's the infection in my lungs. Uh, no, you're I'm, right. Thanks. I'm worried about. It's you. good. I sh- should be. I, like I said, we we're all gonna die. Just not all of us this week. All right. Um, I, okay, Alex, you went first. So I'll go first this time, I guess. Uh, number two, contrast paint. Woo! Contrast paint oh, has allowed. I didn't even think about that. How did I miss that? This is why we have three people on. A lot of different perspectives. Great call. Contrast, um, phenomenal product. I I love you. The contrast paint. I'm painting my whole Nighthaunt army in in ninety percent contrast paint, and then just the, some of the metals. Um, 
if if you're like me and you're just, just you know what, I'm not worried about. Uh, if you're like me, you want to get your army painted quickly and to a good standard, and that's your concern. You know, you're not. This is perfect for you. This is absolutely yeah. perfect. I, I mean, I can't say enough about it. I love it. I've already gone through a giant, well, a couple of these giant bottles of these of the of the big bottles of this stuff already. Um, make sure, pro tip: make sure that you are varnishing it because it does rub off, uh, especially if you transport your models in foam. Pro tip, but phenomenal product. I got to find a good varnish. I've never varnished my models, uh, so varnish your models. Varnish your models. I need. I heard Tester's dull coat is like the best way to go. I've been using that for literally twenty years. Really? So that so mm-hmm. I, I heard correct. So yeah. Get me some, Listen, you've heard tell, and and I'm here to confirm. All right, Good cool stuff. Then I then I, this army will be the first army that gets uh, varnished because I'm really loving it. Yeah, it's it's my new thing. So cool. Cool. All right. So that was mine. Uh, rotor or uh, yeah, rotor. What's your number two? My number two. I am in love with the new Stormcast terrain. It came out, it's come out in a few different kind of bundles. Um, I love the the evocative feel of the, um, I, don't, I don't know that you would call it like an auditorium or, it's not quite an like an altar, amphitheater, there, that's a good one. Although it's, it's raised it's instead of reversed, a yeah. rolled out. So yeah, it's like a uh, auditheater, yeah. I don't know. Nobody knows, that's the thing. Nobody knows what to call it, but it's great. Uh, and I, I bought... I bought a lot of it. I brought, I think I bought all of it when it was first released. So I've got the the shattered stuff. I've got the square stuff. I've got the round stuff. I've got the statue stuff. It's it's just it's I love it. It's and you know for their um, kind of their poster boys. I think it's fair to say sure. um, them not having a piece of furniture, a piece of terrain um, was kind of a bummer. And now I've got that piece of terrain. And while it doesn't affect the army specifically, um, I mean, there are rules for it, but I, I don't necessarily use those rules. But um, it's just cool. It's it's cool. And again, it's we've kind of touched on this a couple times, illuminating uh, a corner of the world, bringing it to life in game in a way we haven't seen. It just it expands the game and it shows more of what these things are, you know. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I've got I got most of the the pieces when they came out. I just didn't buy the one big double piece. Um, I painted up all mine black. Woo. I went with that different with the I went with a Payne's gray, like a bluish gray stone, and then lightened that up a bit. Um, when they first came out, I wasn't I wasn't too certain about them because they're all so big. It's like these are huge pieces of terrain. Um, but yeah, you, if you get four or five of these sets and you throw it out, you're then you the the. It's just heck of a table right there. Yeah, it's a heck of a themed table. It's an easy way to go with a themed table instead of just. Alex, going... are we going to be seeing this at Acon this year? Uh, you'd have to talk to Dumas. Okay. We did get a bunch of the um, Azerite ruins. Yeah, so those are the... great too. Yeah. I think cool. that was last year, though, wasn't it? We got more. Cool. I don't Excellent. know. I've, I've got several of those as well. So um, <laughs> build it out. Build it out. Alex, what's yours? Uh, number two, that would be the gaming book. Yeah. Or the mini rule book. Minis. For obvious reasons. Right. Oh, so my number three is... Look at this. We're, 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 we're crossing streams again. It's getting interesting. Good product. Can't be held down. 
All right. No. Um, all right, we talked about Rotor. I, I, I'm guessing I know what your number one is, but go for oh, it. Oh, I can't. Okay, ready? Yeah. Sisters of Battle. Really? No. Well, sort of, but I figure you're uh, you're not a 40K show, so I probably can't actually go with that. That is my number one, but I'm not going to use that here. That no, will could, be my you could totally it'll be my plus that. one. No, you know what my, you my number one is? It? It, that's my honorable mention. My my number one, as far as Garage Hammer is concerned, Garage Hammer, is Slaves to Darkness letting the Warcry Warbands come play so that I could do an entire Crow Bro army. Phenomenal. Nice. Yeah, right? A, no, a totally, essentially, a new, new Chaos army. Phenomenal. Super exciting. And uh, it's my understanding that they're now releasing those as double packs so that you can get a whole bunch of crow dudes. Um, super cool stuff. I just, I think that uh, the potential, and again, I haven't, I got the book. I haven't read the book. So while it's probably not worth a whole heck of a ton, uh, and I understand that going into it, um, I always pick the dumb armies that don't quite work. It's okay. Um, I just think that it looks so cool. It's, it's just such a different look. And, uh, that's just got me super excited again. Yeah. I thought it was weird when I went through the book, I'm like, wow, they give all of these guys like, every, like there's so many, uh, war scroll entries because they give all of these guys their own entry. And I was just like, well, this seems kind of weird. And it's like, they're, but you know, if you want to theme your army around stuff, you're playing in Warcry. I mean, that's the whole point of Warcry, right? Is they're in that realm. So might as well put them on there. Put them on there. Splintered Fang. Oh. Oh, and they're cheap, too. Yeah, they're all very cheap. It's like 70 points for 10 models. But they all have, I mean, they all have just the one. They all have one, basically one stat line, no matter which models you use. Yeah, that was the only real shame about it. Um, But otherwise, it would be just very hard to try to game that way. So. Yeah, I can see them being streamlined. They're specialists when they're in a little war band, but when they're in a big army, they are doing a thing. So it makes sense. But, uh, yeah, you could totally do for any of those things. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, Alex, what's yours? Uh, number one in general was Warcry. Yep. That was far and away the release of the year, I think. No, no argument from me. I said Warcry as well. How about that? Yeah, no, because every Warcry has been. I would have, I would have said Warcry had I, I not tried to fit it into AOS by using the Slave to Darkness angle. I, I think it's safe to say Warcry for me as well. Let's just go all three of us, number one product for sure. Yeah, I mean that's why we yeah we opened up the miscellaneous because there's other cool stuff out there, and the Sisters of Battle are gorgeous. I mean that's an that's did you gorgeous? Did you, you got it right. Did you get the Sisters I of Battle box? Did you? Open I did. It, did you open it up? Put anything together? Play around with it yet? No, it's got to go under the tree. Oh, that's right. Okay. There are rules. You know, <laughs> yeah. you want to do dumb stuff, you have to follow dumb rules. So you must follow. So, all right. No. Um. Any honorable mentions at all? I know you had your sisters of battle. Do you have any honorable mentions, Alex? Uh that Primera Salamander's character. I can't remember his name. Oh, I can't either, but no, I know the one you're talking about. That's mm-hmm. a, that thing's pretty that thing's pretty good. Um mine was Black Library finally getting on the Audible. Mm, nice. This is my honorable mention cuz yeah, I've been listening to it a lot more now that it's on Audible cuz I already subscribed to Audible. 
So, you know, that, and then then I could listen to the return of all the Gottrick Gernison books, because, you know, on Audible. So, with Brian Blessed. Hey, you're listening to Garage Hammer. Wait, Garage Hammer. <laughs> Did it again, guys. Genius. It's beautiful. It's an amazing thing. This is Brian Blessed, and you're listening to Garage Hammer. Now we're going to, you know, we almost should have done this one first because we're not ending on a on a negative note. We always do the bottom three first. I totally forgot about that, the one I was putting my list together. So here we are ending on a negative, but we'll come back and we'll we'll talk it up after the after we talk about the things we didn't, we, you know, the things we would have done maybe differently. How about we put it that way? Shall I start this one? Mm-hmm. All right. For my three complaints, um... I looked at this list and I said, this release schedule is killing me. And I know that's a weird complaint, but I feel like we got our wish, but we wished it on a monkey's paw. Like, I wish they would put out more than four books a year. Okay, here's 12. Well, dear Lord. And you know, your other games are good too. And there's like every, (laughs) and so it's like, I got to do this and I'm trying to keep up with a few books. I'm from 40 K and I got three war cry books and now I got to get this and these models and that over here and that over there. Oh, and it's like, careful what you wish for, because this is amazing. But I can't keep up anymore. I mean, that's yeah. a first world problem complaint, but God bless America. Did I lose everybody? No, I oh. I agree. Because I'm into Warcry and I'm into Underworlds, it's, it proves challenging, where I... I would love to do a Slanesh Army. Well, maybe not as much anymore, but, you know, I would love to do a Slanesh Army, but I just, I can't because there's so much stuff and I, I keep buying lots of little things instead of one big thing now, you know? Yeah, I've got enough mini sets that I bought of stuff that I haven't, I was like, ugh, I'm supposed to be playing Adeptus Titanicus with my friend Christian in, in March. Well, I should probably build this. I bought it when it came out. I still haven't even put it together yet. It's like there's so many cool things coming out. I'm constantly getting distracted. Bananas. Yeah. No, it's 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 too good. Too and good. It's a dumb complaint. That's, you know, but it's it's true. It's honest. So, uh how about you, Alex? Um Yeah. So, I think the big thing that got me this year um, one of them is the distribution of products, how they did it, like their forecasting um, for the supply and demand sort of thing. Um, it just seemed like it was entirely off all year where they ran out of stuff or stuff sold out too quickly. Um, it definitely just made that secondary market like way too obnoxious. Um, Cause like you see the sisters of battle box where it goes for like, I don't know, like an extra hundred dollars tacked on what? on eBay from scalpers because they sold out so quickly. About to sell mine. This was originally my number three. What you just said was my number three, and then I got through them. I said, you know what? I had to bump it. So it was like, if there's such a thing as a complaint, honorable mention. That's why I have Insta sell out, and it just keeps happening. It Insta sells out. I saw Sisters of Battle. How much was that box set normally? Uh, well, I how much say was two twenty? I think I paid. Yeah, because I saw people asking three ninety nine for it on eBay. Woo! And yeah, yeah, it's 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 kind of ridiculous. And I know they acknowledge that there's a problem with it, and they're trying to deal with it and fix it. But the insta sellout, it's just the, the problem is they know you're just doing a limited run, so they're in there. If they knew it was going to, you know, hey, if this prints as well, we'll just keep printing them. If there was any promise of that, that that would cut this down. Mm. 
but it's like with the it's like with the battles, you know, buy the cards now because in a month you'll never see them again. It's like, ugh. Yeah, I don't mind it with the cards, but man, ugh. Yeah, but this 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 particular box set, they you know, I don't. I mean, I suppose there's got to be a financial reason why you wouldn't just keep because they're this is printing money at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, okay, so we didn't expect, we didn't know, we only printed so print more. Like you got to have the molds, right? Make more. Do that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, hey, I'm not running a multi-million company. I'm just... What? You're the, not? No, I'm just sitting here in a basement in front of a microphone with you two goofs. So, oh. But, hey, it works for hey. me. Hey. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, what's yours, Rotor? My number three not greatest thing of the year is that the... Um, you know, we talked about how... For me, the Stormcast train was number two in great stuff. Uh-huh. Well, they've since releasing the main stuff, they've kind of re-released it through Warcry and through uh, another thing. And now, like, there's little bits that are a part of that. Like, there's this throne that's like part of the amphitheater thing, and there's like, um, there was like another little statue or something that like wasn't a part of the main set, but I would have to rebuy the big thing now to get this little thing or like I want the um, I want the Stormcast play table for Warcry but I've already got all that terrain because I I went in heavy when they released it and I feel like I'm being punished for buying the terrain when they released it because typically they flip it where they they release the terrain with the board think like Necromunda or whatever and then they release the terrain again later. And when they first release it, it's got the special piece that you can only get here. That makes total sense to me. But when you reverse it and you sell the terrain first, and so I buy two, three sets of it, and then you release it with like the one new little throne or the little, the board game or like the, the bottom board or whatever. Well, plus with so, Warcry, doesn't that come with the cards? Yeah, can right? You, and you and can't s- buy them separate yet, I don't think. So yeah, that, no. No, and see that's the worst. It's like God it drives me nuts. I feel like I got punished because I bought their terrain. You know? I have this terrain. I just want them cards so that I could play I, with it. I don't necessarily I want the need a whole other set. The new, the new game board. Exactly. Right. So right. And, not and great. So much of the other stuff has been compartmentalized like that. The the the, the, the original box set and stuff. So it's like, well, why not do it with this too? Because yeah, I, I, I'm there with you 100%. It's like, oh, I already have a bunch of this terrain. I want to buy this one when I don't have a lot of this terrain, and I want to get those cards. Or the Garden of More set. I already had two of them. Yeah, now I've I got three, <laughs> you know, because I needed the cards. Right. I mean, I suppose if I want to do a ridiculously big undead table, I could just do a full-on Garden of More table, but I don't want to do that either. So I can see. I totally I, – I'm, I'm with you. I got you. Yeah. What about you, Alex? What do you think? You buy lots of terrain. I I do. I don't paint it. Um, I haven't. I only picked up uh, the Shattered Storm Vault one because I didn't go all in when they first came out with Forbidden Power. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just that's more just me being fortunate because I didn't have any money. So what you're telling me is you've got the throne. Sure. Or wait, no, you've got the cards. Did you get the Warcry version? For the Shatter Storm Vault? Yeah. 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 See, I want those cards, Daddy. Uh, no. <laughs> See? So now I have to go secondary market. It's it's all tying together, isn't it? 
It is. It's forcing us back to that whole thing with the Sisters of Battle Boxes. Ugh, what's number two, Dave? Hey, Alex, what's your number two? What's your number two, Alex? Well, <laughs> this one will actually be a number two. Uh, go check. Wow. Did you just call him a turd? Wow. I got the joke. Wow. <laughs> he just doesn't flush is the issue. Wow. Oh, my God. Gotrek is the, one of the single greatest characters from the Warhammer world. The That's world that was. Great. He should have stayed there. The world that will be again. No, Christ, no. But they totally um, set him up to come back at the end of his book. I mean, he was sitting fighting right in the warp gate. He could have popped out any time. I knew awesome. he was coming. Super dumb. No, he's what the Let hater. it go. Wow. I don't understand the need to bring him back. I don't understand why he needed to get a new model, which is actually pretty dope. But that's precise. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. At least you're admitting that. I totally forgot I do, about I him. Appreciate I do appreciate yeah, there's a reason you forget about him. Oh, I forgot about him on my list. He should get an honorable mention. That's great. Yeah, yeah. No, Gotrek is um, awesome. And no, his destiny is not sh- finished yet. That's why he's still here. His no. destiny, much no. like the other gods, is... Hard stop. Oh. Just, no. This guy should be enjoying his retirement in Florida. Like, seriously. Just let it go. Oh, you're so wrong about this. You don't understand how wrong you are about this. You see, this is why we do this last, because now this is like a discussion point <sighs> of, yeah, we think we're right about one thing. The other people are like, oh, no, oh, no. It's like, <laughs> no, no. Gochek should have just stayed gone, man. Well, and what do you think, Rotor? Where do you fall on the Gotrek should be got gone? Uh, I mean, I bought the model. Um I, you know, we got Brian Blessed, so there's, it's great. This um, great. I don't even like dwarves. I think they're stupid, generally speaking. Oh. Um, but that doesn't stop me from recognizing good stuff when I see it, and it's good stuff. I see it. I see you, Gotrek. I see you, baby. See. See, Alex says Gotrek should get wrecked, but the rest of us. No, 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 no. He's get wrecked because he's ridiculous on the table, supposedly. But it's just let it go. I don't I don't like the whole thing where they keep bringing characters back in general. But then the guy that should have stayed dead, you bring him back. Yeah, but that's because he wanted to be dead and they can't because it hasn't reached his destiny. He's wonderful. He totally did. And now he's back. But whatever. Okay. Done arguing this point. <laughs> Rotor. Yeah. What you got? I don't think that uh, now that we're in season three of Underworlds, I think it's showing that it was not properly scoped to handle seasons because my friends are all bailing on it. Um, they like certain things from the first season that they feel they're being punished for. Um, and they don't want to buy in on everything in seasons two and three to have the cards just to play their season one war band. I get it because I buy everything. I, it's hard for me to um, completely be there because I've got it all. So I'm like, come on, just you should do it too. But I'm stupid and they're probably not. Um, but it's just it's hard because I'm watching Underworlds die, at least around me. And um, that that makes me a sad panda because uh, rumor has it I might have that new the Goblin Wolf Rider set in my stocking uh, in a week or so. So 
Um, I just I, I think that they had a great game, and they just didn't quite nail how to extend it or how to um, part it out and season it off. I just think asking everyone to buy every release for every season is a really, really, really big ask because there aren't too many board games that are essentially 260 ish dollars. You know what I'm saying? And that's the problem. That's you, you, you have articulated it perfectly. This is like magic. Now this yes. is like magic where you, if you, when the new set comes out, you're going to drop two, 300 bucks because you got to buy a couple of boxes of boosters to try to get all the cards. Um, here you're going to drop this because you got to get all the cards and all the new models. But um, people and don't. Then as a couple, most of, people don't want all the new models. They want their warband, and that's the problem. In, that's the problem. Is that you just want that, and you want the cards. You're not getting that. Plus, you know, now much like Magic, it seems like we get two seasons down, and we're cutting out cards from there because they don't quite fit this this anymore. And I understand. Doing that to keep that competitive play and keep that stuff going. And there's a lot of people around here who still like it and are still doing it and are, are just keeping up with the card changes. Like, well, these cards are old. That's okay. I got new stuff. I got new ways to play it. Um, we said earlier, there's so much stuff coming down the pike. And there's so much stuff I want to buy. Um, and I love playing Underworlds. In fact, that was the, that was my favorite part of Adepticon last year was just sitting down with you in between all the rounds and playing and playing with our playing work uh, not work I play in uh, Underworlds with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've still got my Goblin Army all painted up. I still play with it. Uh, I just don't want to. I don't want to buy all those other ones and figure out all the cards and then go through the band list and realize half of my cards I'm not playing right or whatever. I just mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm I, personally I feel like I'm done. Um, yeah, and those and those, those those goblins on the wolves are gorgeous. They almost got me back. I almost bought them and said, "I like these goblins." Let me see about these goblins. Um, I just no, I, it's well, and you know, we had sort of talked about how things click into the broader AOS game. These, while technically get a a, uh, a war scroll, they don't. They're not very effective. They're pretty trash. They're, it's it is. You know, technically, yes, but not really, yes. And, um, like, like the uh, the first release, those Liberator dudes, uh, three Liberators, that's all I can do? Like, that's an awful, unless I'm playing, like, a 500-point game, what am I doing with three Liberators in in my list, you know? Yeah. yeah it's a weird, it's a little weird mini unit. Uh, can that even grab an, uh, an objective? Is that enough models? Uh, I mean, it's a it's a battle line unit. Yes, yeah, so it's not a battle line unit. It's not even a battle line unit, dude. It can't even grab objective. No, it can't. It's it other on the objective. It's other. It's crazy. Uh, all that to say, back to the point. I used to be able to find Underworlds tournaments locally, and they've dried up, and so it's really hard to convince myself to keep buying this. Um, and playing it when everyone else is falling off. And like I said, it's a damn shame because I really do love it. And I would totally, if I knew someone was just playing to play, just playing for fun, I'd you know keep my little deck I made for my goblins and keep the goblins. Just, they it. just need to sell all of the um, cards. all of the universal cards as its own thing, and then each warband that drops has its specific cards in its box. 
So that's how you gain access to that. You're, you're, you might not sell as many individual units of the Wolf Rider sets, but the game will be healthier and, and it will play much longer. You know, that's just a much longer tail that you're building into the, um, the, the game model. If that's but, how it worked, if that you just you could buy all the universal cards and then each, yeah. each I would I would stay, I literally yeah, would because then I'd know okay yeah I've got these I've got the cards that that I need, um, I've got them all and then I just need to buy the army I like which is the model I understand already you know I buy the the standard like the the um, the super spells uh, and then I just buy my stormcast army and that's it I don't have to buy my Stormcast Army and Deepkin and Gloomspite gets to stay up. But this makes me do that. It's just, it's a really bizarre model. Right. Um, and I'll buy that, all the army books, but I only want to buy the armies I want. Same thing with this. Right. I'll buy the cards every time they right. come out. And then, and the thing is, if I had the, those different cards, then it might actually trigger me to buy those armies actually much more willingly and much more because I wanted to play them. No, I I'm, think you'd be much more interested in looking at the army-specific cards as they roll out, right? Yes. And you'd be like, oh, what's this one? Oh, that that combos with this other card that I've already got and I know. Yeah, I these understand. guys can do what? Oh, that's kind of cool. There's things are going to let me do this. Let me pick them up. But yeah. just the obligatory – I mean, that, that's what I did with Season 2. I Just everything that came out, I bought it. I don't know how half of them work. I don't even care. I just went through and pulled out the cards I needed. And it's just, I feel like, I, you know what it is? I think I get a bit of a buyer's remorse. I feel like I've wasted money. Yeah. Where I, yeah, which, I'm and right with you. And, yeah, okay, maybe they don't make as much on Underworlds if they do their model that way. But, and, and I suppose that's bad for business. However. But Underworlds uh, won't die if they did it that way. So right, I'm, that, I'm hoping Season 4 goes that model instead of the um, and it's, break up the Universal's. Yeah, and not only that, but it, it's not like I wouldn't spend that money anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, if I only had to spend sixty or seventy every season on Warcry, minimum or not Warcry, um, Warcry in the brain. If I spend that on Underworlds every season, minimum, just to keep up to date and then pick up what I want, it's not mm-hmm. like it's not like the hundred and eighty I spent last round for all the crews. I would just I, I'd spend that on you know uh, more Night Haunt or. Or some other, or some terrain. It's like I'd still be spending mm-hmm. the money there, guys. Come on, help a guy yeah. out. Yeah, don't kill your game by being too greedy here. Yeah, um, just make it more friendly to sell. And I think, uh, oh, I got my last, uh, my number two. Um, and this kind of goes back to what you were saying uh, earlier: the rules being all over the place. Mm, that's, that's a tough one. That's why I loved the mini rule book so much because. I, I didn't even know where half the rules were. I'd go to I'd go to, to go play a game and realize I grabbed the, the the couple of books that came out with all the endless spell stuff, right? But Forbidden Power and then the other one. Yeah. And I was like, I always grab the wrong one between the Malign Portents. I'm like, why did I bring Malign Portents? I needed Forbidden Power because right. I, th- they start to run together in my head. Plus, the FAQs just came out today, which we didn't even talk about in the toolbox. And so there's a whole bunch of point adjustments and things like that. So I've got to not only have the FAQs, but I got to make sure I got them all together and updated. And now I at least got to print out the Night Haunt ones because there's been point changes in the FAQ, apparently. Yikes. Yeah, so I got to keep that. And I don't mind keeping up to date on the FAQs and stuff, but it's six or seven books. When when I was playing with that game with Fetter over at Grognards, because there's always something happening there, um, I told him, I said the one, because he had all the, I was at the, 
if you're going to buy one thing in this store today, buy this book. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you know, just this is the thing. It's literally the only book you need, you know, besides your army book. You've got this. Um, and it's, it's, and yeah, I just, I get annoyed when I need, I don't even mind carrying all the books. I just never know where all the rules are. I'm constantly flipping through that. That's one of the things I liked about this game that I didn't have to do that I had to do in seventh and eighth was constantly be looking for flipping through rule books, trying to find stuff. So there's my rant on being too lazy. I'm an American. I want one book, not seven. That's it. That's it. All right. All right. Number, uh, Numero uno. What do you got, Rotor? My number one most saltiest thing. The design of the Kurnoth from the Underworlds. I don't like the design direction. Not the goat or the, the deer legs. I'm cool with that. I don't like their head. I don't like their hair. I think that it's... I had a huge Wood Elf Sylvaneth army back in 6th, 7th, and 8th. And um, I love that the wood elf aesthetic just in general. And I'd actually, I'd converted a dude. Uh, there was that kind of emo wood elf Lord who had the, the hair down over his a side of his face. Right. And he had that great weapon. Yeah. I'd cut off his legs and given him deer legs because there was a, uh, I don't even remember a magic item that gave him plus something to his move. I can't remember now, but it was um, the Alterkin. Yeah. Uh, Alterkin. Thank you. Yep. So I had that. And so when I heard that, uh, the Kurnoth were coming out and they were deer legs. I was like, Oh my gosh, this plays into my past. I'm super excited. And then I just saw them and they just, I, I don't like them. And I've tried. I mean, I bought, I, I bought them for underworlds. I've played with them a few times. That ain't it chief. That ain't it. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm sure that book is coming. Alex, you don't have to feel weird. I'm not going to ask you, but I don't, I don't, I'm not going to buy them. And I want to buy them. I want to give Workshop my money. So I guess I'll just buy Bone Reapers or something. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. Any thoughts on the uh, Kurnoth Underworlds guys, Alex? You have them, don't you? I do. Do you like like them? Not really. Yeah! It's not really my aesthetic. Um, Oh. But, I mean, they're not bad. I also think that the paint scheme did not help them. Don't like the red hair either, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, if I do get around to painting this Underworld crew, it certainly won't be box art color. Um, no, gods no. No, but it, I, I, they're, you know, they're just for for being uh, something that I was really looking forward to. They They just missed the mark. So what do you do? I got you. Alex, do you want to go next? Or... Yeah, no, I can go. Um, Bone Reapers. Ooh. Just the whole, the whole line. The except for... model range except for Catacross. Woo! Wow. Man, these guys are all over here tonight, aren't they? No. We've got feelings about these dudes. Yeah, I was going to say, I, 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 even when I was bagging on them, you were kind of quiet about it. You were just kind of going with the one-word answers. I thought maybe you decided you liked them, too. I thought I was standing alone in the crowd here. No. Um, I think the biggest kick for me is that when we were doing playtesting, I was really enjoying them. And I really liked the direction that they were heading and how the army played. And I was like, this will be my next army because it hits all the points I want. And then the models come out and they're god-awful. 
Mm. So. so you have no insight to the models when you're playtesting them, huh? We have base sizes. Gotcha. And approximate heights. Mm. Um, but it's like when you're reading it, it's like, okay, you got the Mortec Guard. These are like your frontline troops. They're still tough as heck. But, you know, the whole concept of like they're reinvented and they're like this whole thing of different souls melded into one body. And it's like, okay, yeah, no, this is awesome. This sounds great. Then the models come out and it's like, oh, why? Why, why, why? Hard pass. Mm, heartbreaker right there. Yeah. Yeah. I understand, though. And Vokmortarian, like that guy wearing a coffin. Oh, the guy walking around with the whole back half of a coffin on his head. Crazy yeah. coffin head guy. Yeah, no. He's better just, than Ahmed the dead terrorist walking around with having the, the the sitting in his own coffin head with legs on it, walking him around, though. Yeah. Or the legs I mean, walking around the catapult. Or the, just, I just ugh. had a... It was a very big letdown moment uh, for me with that range because I was really looking forward to it. And it's like, okay, this is this is going to be it. This is going to be like my what my Tomb Kings were because it's sort of Tomb King-esque in their structure and just hard dump. Oh, my God. See, I don't think I, I don't even think I dislike him as much as Alex does. No, but you know what? It, it, I think between Alex and me, I'm seeing the same thing, which is we thought we had what we really wanted. And then when we saw it, it did just, it didn't quite match up to our expectations. And it was, it makes it extra lame. Like I, I had no thoughts of bone reapers before they dropped. So I can't feel what he's feeling. And he never had a, a deer legs McGee back in seventh edition. <laughs> so he can't feel what I'm feeling, but we're both feeling what we're feeling. And I feel yeah. you dog. Yeah, and it was one of those things that's like I had the build up with the development of Bone Reapers and what it was supposed to be, and then it just bleh. So, I mean, if you like them, great. I mean, they're still a cool army. The miniatures have potential, they just need a lot of work, which is, I think, the biggest thing is I don't want to put in all that work. I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah. Why okay. tech? Bring us home. Bring that hate train to a close. The turkey. The turkey. The more bone reapers. The yeah, the Gothazar harvester. harvester is quite possibly. Now, once again, I kind of I, I I share your feelings not as much, but there was a new Death Army coming out, and I just that's been what I've been playing. That's the only thing I've really played other than dwarves and then Stormcap. I played Death long before Stormcast, and I'm playing it again now. New Death Army. I'm hearing all these rumors. I'm like, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be great. This is going to be so cool. And and then I saw the. It was just oh man. And then this one. This is just. It's of. It, it's the epitome of everything I don't like about these models. Is right here in this one Warjack wannabe. Uh, mm. You know, face mm. face crotch. You know, mm. passing the head, giving it the hand, like every mm. little, every choice was not the choice I would make. Uh, but then Keep again, going. Then again, that's I'm the guy sitting in the basement, so it does. You know, what does it matter? A lot of people love this, and once again, if you love it, God bless you. I got to say though, th this it, for me it's weird because this is the first army I've ever had this visceral of a reaction to in the Are in you? the twelve thirteen years I've been playing this game. Every yes. army that came out. 
some people are like, oh, I like this, I don't like that. I mean, you know, I always bring up the 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 Bornfang Riders example or the the A bomb example. You know, it's like, oh, there's certain things that come out I just don't like them. But I've never looked at an entire army and went, oh no, no, what, what, no. Uh, you know, uh, and then uh, the I harvester be, is the worst of it. Yeah, the harvester is that. That is that is the epitome of everything that I dislike about this army. Um, and there are cool things I do like in the army. Uh, like I said, I like the Mortark guy too. Some of the some of the Cav guys are not too bad, but that thing, ugh. That even as I'm coming around to maybe thinking, okay, I got the box set so I could do a head swap and have a small little set that's not too bad. I keep thinking you're going to need one. Everything I'm understanding from reading this book is I need one to two of those things, and I'm minimum not, two. Yeah, and I'm not good at converting, so I don't know what I would create to replace that. A disaster. Yeah, it would be. My, my mine would be way worse, but it wouldn't be that, and that would make me happy. <laughs> I just, ugh, it's, ugh, I just, I want Maybe to love it. Maybe you could find That's a Corgrass, dude. Yeah. <laughs> see, see what I did there? That's yeah. a callback. There you go. That works. Deep. So that's uh, – we covered all of our little topics. Are there any honorable mentions or anything anybody wanted to, to bring up about other stuff? I want to know what you want for Christmas. You're talking to Alex, right? Sure. Or you. Alex, Anyone who would answer me, please. Um, is that like GW or just in general? Buddy, let's just keep this show moving. Let's be entertaining. Give me something. <laughs> don't get bogged down in the details. What do you want, pal? I don't want anything. Oh, my gosh. Just you everything. are just a stone-cold thread killer. This oh, is no, like no. Okay, so hang on. Hang on. <laughs> I hate Christmas. Like, legit hate the holiday. I, I can't I, stand it. I do, it happens to my daughter's birthday. Oh. So... I thought Legit that would turn you around. I don't don't know what to do with you. No, it's it's a very weird conundrum for me. Because um, for me, it's just like I want to spend time with my family. I want everything to be happy, healthy, and just move on. I don't. I don't know. I think it's different now because if there's something I want, I buy it and I just move on. But I want the things I can't buy, which is just. Love time and snow. no, I, you can buy that. Um, well, that's different, but that's that's so for a different episode. This but, is wild. This is crazy. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with this. I have no idea. I know. High tech. What do you want for Christmas? If I got if I got to pick anything, I because something I wouldn't buy myself, I might take a sister's a battle box. Ooh, I just got because it, box, oh, because it's so nice. Um, <laughs> the other thing that uh, the thing I know that's that's gonna show up um, in the uh, in the stocking under the tree because I got a line on it. Um, the entire original 105 episode first run series and the eventual follow up movie to the 1972 anime classic. classic Science Ninja Team Gachaman. Oh my gosh! Nobody's heard of this trash. Okay, wow. nobody's heard of Science Ninja. Okay, let me ask you a question. When you were kids, what? when you were kids, do you remember a TV show called Battle of the Planets? No. It no. Had, like the guys dressed up, they kind of looked like bird, like in bird costumes, like when they were fighting in their ninja suits, they looked like birds. Okay, boomer. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> oh, look at that. You got a reaction out of Alex now. Okay, yeah, boomer. Got it. get that 50 bucks one way or another, buddy. <sighs> Alex Ross does a lot of this art. <laughs> this came out the year I was born, and when I was a little kid, I used to watch this all the time on Channel 44 when they would show, like, Speed Racer and the anime things. And I finally found it, and I'm getting it. And I'm I'm so excited for Science Ninja Team Gachaman. So there's me. What about you, Rotor? I heard a lot of things are going to wind up in your stocking. But if you had your one big pick, what's your one big pick? My one big pick would be uh, the Air Jordan 11 in breads that came out this year. But I couldn't get my wife to get me those. So I'm not getting them um, because she doesn't understand that $220 for shoes that I would never wear is a totally legitimate ask. That's but That's, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, screw you, buddy. Like, whatever. This is what I want. Gotcha, Mom. <laughs> hey, no, I'm saying I'm agreeing with you. Oh, great. What you want for Christmas is what you want. It doesn't have to be practical, sensible, no. logical, no. smart. Hey, you asked what I wanted. I told you what I wanted. Oh, yeah. I don't want to get you that. Well, then why the hell did you ask me? That's what I'm saying, dude. I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to blow your mind. So I know that Christmas comes every year. And so right around this time, oh. same time every year. It's crazy. It's like, you the know, Beach boys say it. Christmas comes this time each year. Exactly. You can count on it. So uh, wh- what do I do? Well, uh, once a month when I get paid uh, uh, or my second check, I offload a couple bone, a uh, couple bucks into a savings account, knowing that this is coming. Um, and so I, I, Make sure that we've got plenty of money so we don't feel weird about buying anything. This is the first Christmas that both my wife and I were like, mm, you can get me stocking stuffers, but I don't really need anything. And that's okay. So we got the kids stuff, and it's going to be fun to watch them. Um, I just want a great Christmas. And that's like I can tell I'm getting into old man Schmooptown because that's legitimately – I've. I think I've crossed the Rubicon where it really is better to give than to receive. And I don't oh – I want God. nothing. Like I am, oh, my God. I'm living a very, I'm not rich, but I'm very wealthy in my life, and I'm doing great uh, with my kids and my family, and I just can't wait for them to open up their Bakugans and their whatever-whatevers and and lose their minds and be super happy, and that's that's enough for me, man. Okay, my mind is blown because... Yeah, yeah. For, but not for, maybe not for the reasons uh, you're thinking. Um Heather asked me what I wanted for Christmas. And remember we were talking before, and I'm like, I might ask for a sound bar for my TV. Like, because like, you have to get something. I'm like, yeah. if I want something, I go out and buy it. Like, I don't need anything. Like, literally, Science Ninja Team Gachaman is, is, is a gimme because, like, okay, it's something cool that I will really love that I found. But I need nothing. And now the kids are all old enough where it's like, what do you guys want? Now they're getting them, kind of got them down here, wrapping them up, putting them under the, putting them under the tree. Um, and I'm more excited just to see them enjoying their stuff than worrying about what I – it's like, dude, I don't I, – I got armies I haven't painted. I got toys. I got DVDs I haven't watched. Like, seriously, I am, I'm living the American dream here. I have more st- – I have stuff I haven't even used, yeah. right? You know, it's like I don't need anything. I'm with you on this. I need nothing else. I just want us all to let's have a let's have a Christmas. Nobody argues, nobody fights. When we go over to see our relatives, nobody gets drunk and picks a fight. Let's you know that, that for me, right there, a family gathering without any emotional abuse or battering and anyone having a breakdown. That's all I want for Christmas. It's a wonderful thing. 
That's all I need. See, I brought that up when this first came up, and y'all started ragging on me. But then here it comes right back around. Well, no, that's, that's but I don't, but I don't dislike Christmas. I dislike Christmas when I was a teenager, Christmas, bro. Yeah, when I was a teenager, I hated it's Christmas. The most wonderful time of the year. Yeah, but seriously, the hell it is. It is. It's wonderful because you know what? You got it's time for you and your family and all that stuff you're talking about. And trust me, when you're watching in the next year or two, when little Joni is like freaking out about Christmas and so excited, it's gonna melt your heart, and all of your prejudices and problems with Christmas will. Melt away and disappear like like tears sands in rain. In the yes, like sands in the hourglass. Tears in the rain. Yeah, uh, because what we think about it doesn't matter because you see what it's about and who it matters for, and it's the little ones. And it's like you know what? I'm just just watching them express that much j- concentrated joy. Like I can't handle it. I can't handle that much. Like I, you know, you got to step away and wipe wipe your eyes when you're seeing how much joy your kids are having. And once you seriously, you're going to see that it's going to change your mind. I love Christmas. Love it. Love it. Why and, couldn't you just do that all year? Why do you need a day for it? Okay, you don't need a day for we it, but there's a whole season year. for it. And I think we're all pretty good. It's just we're good extra people special. all year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, seriously, you're making arguments that 19 year old me made. If this was such an important thing, why don't we do it all year? Because it's Christmas. Shut up and enjoy it. Like, I wish somebody would have beat me up a little more when I was 19 and just said, listen, enjoy this, because you're not going to have all this time all the time. This is a time we put aside everything else during the year, because you know what? Life can be crappy. But we we put all that aside for a month and a half. Now it's turning into two months, you know, because we got to have Christmas stuff out before the Halloween candy's gone. But... This is the this is the time of year we put all that garbage aside, and it's it's what we could be. It's that hope, it's that beauty, it's that smile in your kid's face when they open it up and they got the GI Joe with the kung fu grip that none of the other kids got. And you're like, look, I did this and I succeeded. And the kids, I'm not, I'm, I, I can't say enough about how much I turned around on Christmas once I had kids. Because it suddenly became not about me or what I thought. It's about making sure those kids keep that wonder and joy and the fun that they have. It's, I'm serious. It's, it's going to happen. It's a beautiful, wonderful thing. This got crazy. Anyway, also, Sisters of Battle. Yes! <laughs> I don't even understand what half of those models do. All I know is everybody's coming up with their own little dice holder for their miracle points or whatever they're called. Could they... Could they be more gothic, honestly? Oh. So they're, crazy. We're, we're riding around in a giant Gen- a giant cross-covered brick or whatever it is. Love it. Gentlemen, oh. we've hit two hours. Yep. I wish you all a Merry Christmas. It's got to be a hard stop. Folks, want to thank you for listening. Once again, we want to thank our associate producers, Phil Elliott, Dwight Sims, Christopher Sanders, and Lance Pear, our executive producer, Colin Miller, and our newest patron, Tim Martin. Thank you all for becoming part of the 1%. Alex! Merry Christmas. Dave. Humbug. Rotor. So, Merry Christmas. There you Thanks, go. buddy! Oh, Rotor. man! Rotor, thank you for coming on the show again so soon. Well, thank you for uh, letting me come on and, and spread some Christmas joy. And hopefully we'll have you back on again sometime in the new year, in the new decade, in the roaring 20s, my friend! Holy Hannah. Oh, so excited. I am so excited. Yeah, dude, let's do this more often. This is fun. Cool. Excellent. But until next time. Yes.
Only the faithful will be triumphant. Only the faithful will stand when all others fall. And only the faithful know no despair except in failure. You love Christmas. <laughs> I love Christmas. I'm going to go cough to death now. I will talk to you guys all later. Um, Sounds like you only fish the box. Oh, God. It's coming. Folks, I apologize. I apologize for any phlegm, snot, or any other noises that went on during the show. I tried to avoid them. But I have pneumonia. I have pneumonia! Give me a break. You've been listening to Garage Hammer. If you've enjoyed the show... Maybe consider leaving us a positive review on iTunes or check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash garagehammer. If you'd like to reach us, you can contact us via our email address, garagehammer at live.com. You can also find us on Twitter. David is at garagehammer and Alex, that's me, is at somekindageek30. Original music by Claire Seabrook. You can find more of her work at soundcloud.com slash Music. Finally, if you want to join the Garage Hammer community, as well as the AOS community worldwide, you can comment on our episodes in the show thread at the Grand Alliance Forums, that's tga.community, or check out the Garage Hammer Facebook page. And as always, thanks for listening. want to thank you, Frank. Don't mention it, Marvin. And I also want to thank all you out there for watching. Please remember the moral of tonight's show. Put your troubles away until tomorrow. If you're lucky, someone will break into your house tonight and steal them. What are the odds that he leaves this in? Oh, those are good. Like, those yeah. I would definitely take for keeping it in. He, he does not do much editing, right? No. No, he does not. This no. may go on the back end of the episode, though. <laughs> Okay, I'm back. Ah, oh, jeez. Ah. Oh.